In today's episode, Dave interviews clairvoyant Chris Cahill. Chris is a visual artist, a writer, and host of the internet radio show Psychic Every Day. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. With Mike, it's, uh, and we're, we're starting. Mm. With Mike, it's, <clears throat> it, it was a, 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 a little bit of, because uh, I, I know him. And normally, not normally, historically, if someone was sitting with me and I didn't know them, I would have to suss them out. But with Mike, I'm thinking, he's chill. Uh, he's, there's going to have to be some, some uh, pushing a little bit yeah. for me to go, how do you feel? But at the beginning, he's going to be a bit slow. But he's not slow like dumb, but just like he's going to sit and do the Mike Coleman, which is yeah. nod your head. He's going to take his time right. and get into it. And then, I know, right. that's how conversations are, too. And then it's great. And then he gives and gives and gives. Right. And the and two he, of you were, it's like all this, it was so much fun. It's really, really fun. And he said something that and I think. And the sound was great. I mean, the sound was, <laughs> it, well, I don't think it, it wasn't, it wasn't Ben that time. But Ben, you can take credit for it if you like. But. I was giving you credit. I, did, I didn't. <laughs> we're credit, too. The sound <laughs> is good. He does good sound. Yeah. Um, he said something that I thought was just such a great, a beautiful thing. And I, it doesn't matter where it's from. What matters is it was said. And uh, he said, when you're stuck in a corner, paint a door. Yes. That was one of the last things I heard before I left the house. I went, wow. Yes. Love that. Because yeah. it was about, it had to do with um, how they got, I think, how they got... Um, their team going, wasn't it? I can't oh, remember. Oh, no, it was about what's, uh, uh, no, he was he was referring to another guy. He's like, oh, yeah, you're on stage with that guy when you're stuck in a corner, paint a door. <laughs> I was like, oh. Right, right. It's such cool. a beautiful thing because it's really, yeah. it's just, it's just about surrendering and, and, and just knowing that it's all going to work out. Yeah. And Ben said something today because Ben is our sound engineer and he said something that I thought was really cool. He said, the podcast because uh, he just listened to one of the podcasts, he said, it's all about the journey. He said, these podcasts are about the journey that people take in order to get, it, it, to see where it is that they are. Yeah. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing, because if you're sitting in that chair, I probably am thinking you are at peace with where it is that you are, and yet you're still surprised with how, that, that you got here. Yeah. Um, and if, you're sitting in, yes, and if you're not, yes, I'm just going to leave it like that. I like that. I was thinking about that today, and not, not in relation to this, but just thinking about all the people I know who I've known for a long time and how many transformations the different people have come through, you know, just in whether it was a really happy transformation or it might have been a more challenging one. Right. And I was like, God, now, if I could name, I could take like all my fingers and count the number of labels I've had in terms of my career or my job or it's all about changing. I was thinking, I was thinking that very same thing. As you're saying it, I'm <laughs> saying all that applies to you. All of that applies to you. The transformations that you've had, the transformations that Noel has had. Yeah. Uh, your husband, Noel Olkin, my oldest friend. Yeah, I was going to say he's your oldest. My you oldest guys friend. Are like, yeah. Um, uh, I think everybody knows what I mean when it's my oldest friend. Um, uh, but he's 102. He's 102 this year. <laughs> yes, I had an older friend, uh, but he had a past time. Um, yeah, yeah. He was. My, oh my, just flashed in something. Uh, but Noel even had a change of name yeah. of the same name, because I knew him as Noel, and then he had a change of name of the same name, but a transformation of the pronunciation. Right. And it's just so beautiful. Um, Noel. Is Noel one syllable? 
Noel was just the Noel. But Noel is one syllable. It's one syllable. It's one syllable. And then he, then when he, he moved to France, right. everyone started calling him Noel. And right. he decided, oh, I like this. I know. It actually helped him get rid of Noel. Right. Like the old picture of Noel that, right. he, that wasn't validating to him. No, the Noel old picture of Noel. Noel became more free somehow. <clears throat> right. Excuse no, I, that's great. And I was listening to, to, the, uh, to one of your, I can't remember which, which, uh, which episode of your podcast, uh, which is called Everyday Psychic. It's called Psychic Every Day. Psychic Every yeah. Day. Psychic Every Day. And you, and you said it to me when I had a reading with you. And it was the concept of the picture. And mm-hmm. what, and, and to, you, you don't say get rid of the picture, do you say blow up the picture? Yeah. You say blow up the picture. You blow the picture. You blow the picture. You can either consciously blow up a picture, or right. sometimes people unconsciously blow a picture, but they do it in a way that might look horrible. Right. And the concept behind that is... There's other ways too, but... The way that you look at yourself and to... to, The way that you look at yourself, the the picture that you have of you. Yeah. um, And to blow the picture, just to to say, that does not apply. And that can happen every day, can't it? Yeah, it can. And it it happens when we choose to step away from the comfort and safety of from the thing that isn't letting us grow. Right. And it's not up to anybody else. Right. You know, like I've blown a lot of pictures about who I am, but I like that. Right. It's I not up bored, to anybody else. You know? It's such a hard thing for people to wrap their heads around. Yeah, that it it's, is. It's that it's not up to anybody else. It's not up to anybody else. It's, <laughs> there is no great big daddy somewhere saying yes or no unless you let there be. Right. Exactly. And unless you let there be. Unless you let there be. And that's right. a problem we're having with our politics in this country. And I'm not even going to get into a political, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking for who's in, who's the daddy. Right. Who's the Who's your daddy? Who? I'm my daddy. Who's your daddy? <laughs> I'm my daddy. That's it. Right. Who's your daddy? I'm my daddy. I'm my daddy. And we I'm get to daddy. we get to work with each other. Right. But if somebody's looking for the rules, they're generally not looking for me or you. No. <laughs> they no. want the rules. But I, I believe that what's happening now, I mean, I, I will get into politics, because uh, what's yeah. happening now with the sequester where I'm thinking, all right, there, there wasn't an uproar when it happened. Right. But what's going to happen is it's going to trickle down and people are going to say, yeah. oh, you know what? We can get that over at the place. We can. The government will help us with that or... Uh, and it's like, no, the government won't help you with that. Not anymore. Not right. anymore. Not it's until wake it's up time and another level. Right. Exactly. It becomes right. real when it trickles down then. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And yet people, uh, and yet, yeah, I'm going to say, and yet people need to voice it. The cynicism that occurs where they go, what's the difference? Nothing's going to work anyway. Like, you know what? Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. If you are upset about something, say it. Say it. Now, did you hear about... This is something I just posted on Facebook today because one of my friends gave it to me, um, sent it to me yesterday because he knows, uh, you know, because I have a radio show. Mm -hmm. There is a bill that, and I have to go do a little more research on it, but I found it on a very progressive site, Upworthy, Mm -hmm. that usually posts stuff like this. And I just, there's a bill that Obama quietly signed a couple years ago. There wasn't a big fuss made about it, but it becomes real this October. And it has to do with people having their own community radio stations. And he made, put something into... A fact that starting in October 2013, he signed it. He didn't write it. He signed it. Right. And it's a progressive bill. So it's about people being able to apply for and get their own license for a community radio. And there is a whole, there's a site that has a whole video about this. And I'm like, Awesome. Okay, that was good news. Very, all right, all right. very cool. I found myself as you're talking, like, what did he do? No, no, no. Uh, it was no, one of those. Because no, that's what I felt too when I first saw him. Like, okay, no, good. it's a progressive one. Right. So I'm already looking at. Oh, we need community garden radio because of the food supply, and we need mm-hmm. the. You know, and it's people looking at their education for their children, and and the people who are not 
seen on right wing radio or or television. So you're talking everywhere. about having a, corporate, having, I should say, having a space on the bandwidth. Yeah. Right. And I don't have all the details. This is all I. I mean, I, I read the really brief little story today. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Dave will like to know about right. that. You know. Right. Well, what I what I like one. is I, 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 that's great. And what I also like because I think that. We're at an age right now where communication is just so awesome. I mean, yeah. we are really able to connect with people in certain ways. And not just connect with people like, hey, how you doing? But also connect with people like, oh, I like what the way you think. And I don't even know you. And I like the way you think. And I don't even know you. And that idea is coming. And that's no good. And I like that. And all that. And then yeah. the information like your podcast um, and, and, and how people can call in. People call in mostly from around here, right? Well, no, they call in from all over. Because that a woman one day that I was listening from was Germany. Yeah. There was a woman calling from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Because afterward, the woman who's running the board, you know, the whole time, because it's you know a live show, so right. there's a woman running the board, and she will tell me, "Oh, we had that person was from here, and there was somebody listening from Iowa because she can see where they're all listening." Wow! Wow! Look at that, right? Isn't that awesome? It really is I awesome. I love that. And me then, too. So it's really validating because I'm build. You know, I'm, I'm I, I don't see myself as being just American. I mm. never did. It's more like, no, we're all part of the same world. It's so true. We're all, <laughs> you know, it's so true. Screw patriotism. I'm sorry. It's not an anti-American. It's more like we need to communicate with the world. We need to work together. Patriotism. Because it really is. So- patriotism's a picture. It is a picture. It is a picture. It's a picture that's changing. If you let it change, those people mm-hmm. that are suffering aren't, aren't going with the changing picture. Right. Because the picture is, is not is not fluid. I mean, the picture is not static. It's fluid. Yeah. It changes. And when we look at ourselves and say that picture that, that of who it was that I was yesterday is not the, who it is that I am today. Right. And, and it's not that I have to do this. It's that I get to do this. I get to go, oh, that person that I was yesterday didn't have the, the following experiences. Didn't have the experience of having a show with Carrie last night, meeting yeah. somebody that I was like, oh, I really like that person and having that conversation. And then waking up this morning and thinking, oh, I had that per- I've met that person. I really like that conversation. We're all going to go out for dinner. And the, the, like that, even that, I was not that person yesterday. Right. And so, yes, the picture is fluid. It is. And patriotism is a static picture. Well, it can be. And Americans tend to have a childish picture of patriotism being this loyalty no matter what. Mm -hmm. Not real. I look at patriotism as actually, no, it's about thinking and Mm -hmm. and speaking out. And your democracy is an all-in process. Mm -hmm. It's not that person or him or who who can buy it. Right. It's all in. And if you're not in, in. then you're not doing your work. Right. It's all in. You're not voting. Mm-hmm. You right. don't educate yourself, you know. My my one of my nephews, who I adore, but he's just he's just his politics and mine do not match, shall we say? And that's mm-hmm. okay. But his, his attitude is they're all lying bastards. I'm like, okay, then then get yourself registered to vote and go vote. Right. Go educate yourself. Right. Do something. Right. And you don't. You and I do not have to agree, but don't just tell me they're all lying bastards. You're not going to do a thing. Oh, th- that 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 irritates I, the hell out of me. For me, a major part of this is and my my challenge, and it's a challenge, not a problem that I have. It's a challenge. My challenge is to say, it, it's my challenge is to say the other side, whatever the other side. There's an other side. I don't want to believe that there's an other side, and yet they keep doing things that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept the fact that they're going to do things that I don't agree with. And still, they're human beings. And yet, there's sometimes where I think, 
how can you be a woman and think that? Or how can you be a, a, a whatever, yeah. you know, a poor person and think that? Or how can you be, a, you know, a, a, a father and think that? Or a union member and think that? Right. Like what those things are. But they're afraid. And that's, that's why. They're terrified. And, and so that's where we need a lot of forgiveness. That's Even a big if thing, we just do not like a person at all. I actually, I started uh, a couple years ago, I started realizing how much good Rush Limbaugh was actually doing for people waking up. Mm -hmm. I was like, yay, he's on again saying this re amazing thing that is the most ridiculous thing there is. And yet people are hearing it and waking up. Yes. And so I was sort of saying to people, hey, he's really doing, he's actually helping the progressives without right. consciously doing it. And so I stopped ranting against him and just saying, hey, look at what he did. <laughs> right, right. This is awesome. Right, right. <laughs> thank you, Rush. I was it's writing really a little true. thank you notes on Facebook. Thank you, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> I, I, that's really, fan. really true. Because I was thinking about Glenn Beck <laughs> and I was thinking, uh, he doesn't he doesn't get to me the way that he used to because right now I think he crossed the line he jumped the shark yes. and he's just a fucking crazy person yes as opposed to when he wasn't just a fucking crazy person it's like uh oh oh he said that now I'm like he's just crazy you well know, he doesn't get taken seriously anymore right. by his masters right and that's just it right you know he's owned they're both owned they're like trained monkeys well it's fear again they're not very well trained monkeys but well, they're yes. trained in, they're very well trained in what it is that they do that's true they you are know. It's uh, fear. It is fear. They're the voice of fear, the voice of resistance to embracing other kinds of ways of looking at life because then we're stepping outside of the group. Right. We're stepping outside of that picture right. of what it is. Did you um, see this, uh, the video of the, uh, the representative or state senator in Vega in, La in Nevada who came out on the floor of the Senate over there? Did you hear that? When was that? This was just a few days ago. No, I missed it. Um, he's an African-American. And he, oh, they were having, they were repealing, they were going to repeal the ban on same-sex marriage in Nevada. Right. And at 11 o'clock at night, he was looking around and some, one of the representatives, a Mormon, said it was, it was blasphemy against God and it's ruining this thing, it's ruining that thing. And oh. the next guy up was another Mormon, but he was siding with the ban repeal. And this representative, and I forgot his name, but he's sitting there and he's thinking, um... How can I sit here and not say anything? How can I sit here and not and let this all happen? This is the time to do this. This is the time to blow the picture. Blow this the is the picture. time to blow the picture. And he stood up and he said, "This is what he said out, straight out of the gate." He said, "I'm a I'm a gay black man, and some of you don't know that, but I cannot sit here and let that happen." I cannot sit here and and do that to my partner. I can't sit here and do that to all the couples that I yeah. know. I can't do that anymore. I can't anymore. be in the lie anymore. No. And that's what it is. It's the lie. And it's so much work to lie. It is. It takes everything. And then your life, because we, nobody can get away with lies anymore. Right. That's the most beautiful thing about the evolution we're in now. All the lies are coming out. We're in a time of clairvoyance, uh -huh. which means you can see. That's all the cameras and all the everything. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. But everybody gets caught up in their lies mm -hmm. eventually. Right. They're coming out. They're coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really, really true. I love it. That really it's is true. It's a good true. time to be in your own truth. Well, <laughs> right. And it's a good time to, to experiment with your truth. 
to yeah. really say, oh, I'm going to practice this truth. I'm going to practice. Because I know when I teach mm. improv, there comes a point where, in an improv scene, where, because everything that I, my, my tenet, my philosophy of improvisation is your truth. And to go to, this character has, this character has this truth, and this is what they believe, and it's all based upon your heart, the actor's heart, the human's heart that is controlling the puppet that is the character. And the character has a truth, and then he's confronted by a different truth. Mm. A truth that changes him. Right. Now, he can either surrender, which means release that which no longer serves you, mm -hmm. surrender and then he could surrender and then go on this new path of truth, or he can hold on to his stale truth, which mm -hmm. isn't a lie, it's just not his truth. Right. You follow? I totally And what follow. he has to do then is, this mm -hmm. is what the actor who's deciding not to surrender that, he is now going to have to do what is called in nomenclature, bullshitting. So at that moment, he's going to have to, <laughs> follow me on this, because I love this sentence that, that I came up with. I just sometimes love sentences. <laughs> so at this point that he's not surrendering, he has to pretend to feel the way he was feeling prior to the feeling that he's now feeling. Right. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And at that moment... He has to pretend to feel the way that he was feeling prior to feeling the new feeling that he's feeling. Mm -hmm. So that then is no longer an engagement with the heart. Now it's an engagement with the brain. Yep. And it's an engagement with the brain that uh, uh, of making shit up and having to hold on to something. Putting you in effort. Putting you in effort. Mm -hmm. Totally get that. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? It's really great. And then you tweet your penis. And then say that again. <laughs> And then, and then you tweet your penis. And then you tweet your penis, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Yay. Don't don't do that. No, oh, wait, don't wait, do wait. it. No, that no, 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 no. Tweet was not meant for you. No, 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 no. Where you go? No, don't do that. Please don't do that. Oh, and we're and for me, I look at all that stuff and I go, oh my, oh my, oh my. <laughs> you blew the picture. That Why was, did you blow the picture? That was a rough way to blow a picture. That really was. But that was a lie coming out. Right. And you realize it wasn't just that lie. There was a huge bunch behind it. That guy's on his way back, by the way. I believe it. I he never. Is. I always thought uh, 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 he was in the Chicago Tribune magazine the Sunday I was in Chicago, just a week or so ago. Mm -hmm. There was a whole story about Anthony and his wife, and he. Oh, it was also in the New York Times. It was New York Times ah. uh, cover cover article. Article. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And his wife is an awesome human being too. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. And. Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. We can get we can get into a wormhole can, about you and I can get a wormhole about politics like really quickly. Yeah. But what it comes uh, not but we can get, we can do that. Period. Um, the idea of the truth in that moment because I think a lot of people are struggling with the idea of surrendering, and I'm watching people struggling with the idea of surrendering, and I am in process of and of and the way that I look at it is I get to practice that surrender. And yeah. you've been with me. You and Noel have been with me for so much of all this stuff too. You know, my marriage and, um, and other relationships that I've had, and you guys have been there with that. And you guys are models to me, uh, models of, I get all choked up when I think about it, models of uh, acceptance and uh, uh, the idea of surrender, the idea of change. Because I, I gotta tell you, I, looking at your art and how you put that aside, you didn't abandon it. Your, the art being your paintings. Yeah. Um, uh, and also you're making clothes. Yeah, that was, a, that was another incarnation back exactly. in the 80s and 90s. And right. then it turned into the, um, that's when I first studied clairvoyance in the beginning of 
this century. Right. New century, I had a whole new picture. Right. But then the art became a big thing. Right. And yeah. and, and yet you're you're always evolving. You and Noel are both always evolving and you've never given up. And I don't know what given up means. I don't even know what that means. But you I, I watch you I watch you let go of stuff. I and I just think if you want to talk up the physicality of it all. I I've been to your I've been to many of your apartments. Yeah, you and have actually. I I look at it and go, oh, this is nice. And then you go, oh, we're moving. Like, what do you mean <laughs> you're moving? And you go, oh, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you go, oh, oh, by the way, we're having a housewarming. It's like, but oh, you've been in there. No, we got a new house. Like, what are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? Since we moved here, since we moved here, I, for me, it's for Noel. It's already seven years. For me, it'll be seven years in October. We've moved four times. <laughs> actually, for him, five. Right. Because he first moved here and had a roommate circus. Yeah. yeah. And then when I got here, then we had a place. And we stayed there for three years, and then we moved into another place that was good for it was good for the it was like a big transition time, blowing a picture time. Right. That was that little tiny house. Right. And then the following one was another one, and then whammo, where we're at, I want to stay there for a while. That's awesome. I like it. That's awesome. I like my mountains, and I like my deer. Yeah. Right. And my getting to your house in like less than half an hour. Well, you take the two, which is the greatest the freeway is in the best. history of ever. I was it saying that to freeway. myself driving along it. It's such a beautiful freeway. Oh. I think they filmed chips there. Oh, well, that's would, what I think. That would make sense because yeah, there's it's nobody ever not there. Not a lot of traffic. No, there's not a lot of traffic. Oh my God, it's the most perfect. If anyone is listening and can take this too. <laughs> right, right. Take the two. And then take the two. And the two ends in the middle of, it just ends in the middle of an urban area. Yeah, it ends in Well, Alvarado. you do know why. It ended and it was going to extend to the 101. Oh. And what they did was they abandoned it because if you look at it, it just kind of goes, there's just a stick. Yeah. It's a stick of highway that just ends. You get ends. off, and then you go right, and you go to the 101. Exactly. Whammo, it's But it right used there. to be they were planning on destroying all the houses from that area, cutting Ooh. through Arcadia, and I live in Silver Lake, Ooh. connecting to the 101. So everybody on my block, there's many houses called uh, Caltrans houses. And Caltrans houses were houses ah. that Caltrans bought in order to demolish them to put the freeway through. And then they ran out of funds. And so they put the Caltrans houses up for more. They sold them. And they sold them at a really great rate, but the deal was you get a 30-year mortgage, you cannot sell the house without taking a major loss, and you can't rent out the house. You have to live in the house. So that was 30 years ago. Oh, so interesting. This year, this year, I don't know if you remember Victoria, who lived across the street from us, Argentinian uh. woman. Victoria, she just, her Caltrans house just came up, and so she, she sold it for a lot of fucking money. Wow. But, like... All these people that I know that, that are going through these transitions and letting go and looking at their where they are and saying, this isn't okay, it's not bad, but I need to change. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's really, um, last night I was, I got a great big dream, a wish getting started, which is I would love to go into universities and be paid to teach people how to meditate and ground. Mm -hmm. And one of my cousins is a librarian. She's just great. And she and her husband moved out here a couple of years ago, and they're they're wonderful people. But she works at a library at LMU, Loyola Marymount oh, yeah. University. Mm -hmm. I'd never gone to that place before. It's amazing. It really is. It's and an Eden. It's like Eden. It's incredible. Right. And the library, right. huge, beautiful, round building, three-story building. Well, the head librarian called me and said, hey, would you like to come out and do this? Well, first my cousin did. It wrote me on Facebook. I said, uh, yes, right. <laughs> I sure would. And mm -hmm. we worked out a price and Great. did a deal. And it's uh, the week before finals week. So our timing was not the best. I know I would have had more people. We thought, it's just oh, an entry. It's just week an entry. before finals week, it'll be uh -huh. really big. But uh -huh. 
everyone who showed up had it, and it was great. And she sat in on it. Mm-hmm. She wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I basically did three short, three forty-five minute sessions. Mm-hmm. They actually went to an hour each because I always go over and taught people some basic grounding and meditation tools, mm-hmm. and talked about how you use this in your life. Right. I had some great feedback from the students who showed up, and you know they're all like kind of in this time of. People are finishing. They're nervous. They're, they're, uh, there's a lot on their plate. Right. It was great. I got exactly what I wanted back in terms of feedback from people. That's so Having awesome. Having it and getting it. It's a whole different generation. It's also, I, for me, as you're saying, saying that, I'm thinking the way that you manifested that. The idea of just saying, what is it that I wanted? Yeah. What is it that I wanted? And to be able to have that come to you. Yeah. And I think that people, the secret, the book, The Secret, did a lot of good because it opened a lot of people up. But it also, but it also put a lot of crazy ideas in people's heads. Yeah. Um, and like, oh, I just got to think about it, then it comes. It's like, no, that's not it. Yeah. And what people aren't realizing is they're manifesting each and every day, everything that comes to you. Everything. Every single. It's thing, already there. It's already there. Yeah. And it's not this mystical thing that follows you around. It's a mystical thing that you're in the middle of. Right. Nothing follows you around. You're in the middle of it. Well, it, it can follow you around if you continue to resist it. Right, 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 right. But it's going, hello, hello, So stop hello. resisting the, the tea party. Right, you know, it's right. It's hard to not resist them. Or somebody else who you find difficult. Yes. And it's more about, okay, letting that go, non-resistance. Right. But it's also, it's not just the thinking, because, you know, the whole thoughts become things. Yes. Sure, that's right, but get it in your body. It needs to translate into the body. What does that mean? I think I know what that means. But. Well, what that means, um, just really briefly, is so somebody could be in the, I'm trying to solve it on a mind level. Mm-hmm. Solve a problem. From my perspective, mm-hmm. as a clairvoyant, I look and they're out of their body. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in the thinking, thinking, Well, I'm thinking. watching your eyes are going up left. Yeah. As you're I, I tend that. to do that. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like, it's up there. That's your thinking area. But it's, yeah, it, it's, right. it is actually. Yeah. It's funny. Good, yes. good, good observation. Mm-hmm. But then when they get in, what they're doing is they're cleaning the energy out or letting go of the stuff that they've been holding on to that they've stored in their bodies because right. we store all that energy in our bodies it's really about energy we take it on right. it is it's, it's all, all energy, energy. And, and everything is everything is and we bring in the energy and i think that we're we're i'm in control of all the energy that i that i have you know what I mean? Right. I'm in control of that. I you am can the be. Even yes. if you're not in control of it, you can say, oh, wait, I haven't been in control of that. Right. When well, it's an awareness. Mm-hmm. I can't control the... And I, there's certain emotions that I, I don't want to control any of my emotions. Mm-hmm. Whatever emotion's coming at me, I accept that emotion and know that that's on its way to, to move on and to make room for another emotion. Sure. Or you can... It's like having your own emotions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are feeling other people's feelings. Right. Which can get really messy and uncomfortable. Right. And it's, it's... It's confusing. It's noise. Yeah, it can be noise. It can be like having all these radios turned up all the time. Right. So when you start to ground it and let go of, oh, I've been feeling my mother's pain or I've Turn been feeling, radio. you know, <laughs> let me let that, that go. Let her feel what she's feeling. And the, the, then the trick, too, is they might be feeling something that's not them. And then here it is in your space. So I like to call that stuff the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> like guilt. Right. You know. Right, right. Responsibility, oh, invalidation, all those gifts that keep on giving. That bullshit one that, <laughs> that, that, that keeps coming up these days, the one of shame. Yeah. Where people say, and, and, and I, I get into, I love when somebody says, well, you know, certain things like I, I feel shame and I, I just can't help it. I'm like, if, yeah, yeah, you can, by not. Yeah. 
There's a forgiving. Regret. It goes back to forgiving. Yeah. Did you say forgiving? Forgiving. Yeah. yeah. And I think forgiveness is of all of all the the verbs that we can engage in, that is really a difficult one because it's so connected to to it's connected to our ego, it's connected to our history, it's connected to our picture, it's connected to the picture, the what we envision ourselves to be, what we vision ourselves to be, two separate things. Yeah. And it connects to everything. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Letting go. Letting go. Those are the biggest things because letting go means that something else can happen. Right. And you know this already as an actor, as an improviser, right. as a as teacher. A human. There's something has to be blown up in a scene, so something else. That's the whole yes and in improv. Oh, yes and, so I'm agreeing to this, so I've decided to let that go. Because it gets boring. And I, it really gets boring, <laughs> gets and I think really a lot of people boring. don't want to let it go. No, they don't. Because, again, it's that ego going, everything was going fine until I felt this thing, and right. why do I have to feel this thing? Because I was feeling that thing, and the scene was going smoothly, but right. now I'm feeling this thing. And you came along and screwed it up by bringing this new thing in here. Right, exactly. <laughs> you came in here and so was honest with fault. me. Right, you made me look at that right. thing. Right, you made me. Exactly, oh my God. Don't you, you, love made that. you made me. Oh, like, you made me. I've got a friend. We have a friend. A we have a friend. We have a friend who who lately has been saying, "You made me," and I was like, "I didn't make you do anything. I did not make you do anything." And I'm surprised when people say that. Yeah. Because I didn't make you feel. You made me feel that. I'm like, I didn't make you feel that. Right. I I I understand that. Yeah. I get that a lot around. Some people I might be related to, not the one I'm married to. <laughs> right? No, no, not the one you're. He married doesn't to. do that at all. No. He's great, but because I can't make and, and 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 I've said it before on the podcast, and and you and I have talked about it too. And it's it's um, you're you're entitled to that which you're experiencing. Yeah. And just because you're experiencing it doesn't have anything to do with me. It right. does only because I'm bearing witness to it. But I'm just bearing witness to it. I don't need to engage in it. And I mean, on the other hand, someone could say very honestly, when I'm around you, I experience this. Right. Can we close that? Or, or something like that. Yeah. You know, and then right. there's a... Right. It's there's an observational. An it's an observational. Yeah. This is, this is what's happening right, right now that I'm going through. Exactly. Or I find it difficult to be around you because I experience this and I, I need to control that or figure that one out. Right. And whatever it is, but giving someone else that power... It's ridiculous. They don't think about you as much as you think they think about you. I think. Right. Yeah, Whatever I agree. Whatever they're going through is what they're going through. Yeah. And I don't, they don't, right. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally there with you. Yeah. It's true. We, we always think people are, what are they thinking about me? There's <laughs> another one open. We, what yeah. are they thinking about me? Mm -hmm. What is my, uh, you know, I've had people ask me questions like that in readings a lot. And my, my, I'm, I'm, I look at it, but I'm like, well, wait a minute. What if it's not a problem right. that what they're thinking about right. you? It's more that per, that person's actually saying something about himself or herself. And that's all. And that's yeah. all. Right. Yeah, because they're worried what others are thinking. And, I mean, we all do that from time to time. Well, we, of course you know, we, we get do because we're up humans, in it. I want right? to be seen as being good. I want right. to be seen as being valuable or right. whatever. Right. But we don't have control over how we're seen. I love that. And it's also whatever she or he is experiencing in that moment, I cannot control that. And also, if I want them to do something and they can't do it, all that that means is they can't do it. I can't be upset that they can't do it. Right. Exactly. You can't they aren't be upset. capable of doing it. 
Yeah, they're not. They're not able to. They no. don't have whatever it takes, right, to show up. And so maybe I just need to not keep expecting, right, that well, they're going well, to. It goes back to that idea, and I talk about it a lot the idea of expectations. Yeah. Any expectation that you have, you gotta be ready to let that to jettison that thing. Yeah. And anecdotally, you could go, oh, this is going to be this, and this is going to be that. And then when it's not, you go, oh, I thought it was going to be that, but it's not. It's this. And then you embrace the thisness that is this. Right. And that's so very Seussian of you. It is. <laughs> I it like is. it. It is. It is. That's very... actually, Dr. Seuss is one of my spiritual teachers, mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the way you said that was so much fun. It is. But I, I have such fun with words. I just love them. I yeah. love words, and I... And I, and I I encourage my students uh, and actors that I work with to, and I've said it before too, the idea of if you say, when you say something that you like, say it again. Give yourself the gift of hearing it again. Nice. And also when you say something that you like, acknowledge that you like that. Because I, I believe that we go, oh, I can't do that. Everybody will think I'm egotistical and all that stuff that, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's playing. And you're also giving a gift. Right. Because if you like it, chances are some other people are going to be liking it. And if somebody else likes it, I, I don't need too. for you to like it. I need for me to like it. Yeah. I don't need... I want to like and it. And then that's your truth. Right. Because you liked it. Right. And then it, it comes off as being very genuine. Right. Even if it's just a goofy, playful, silly thing. But you're like, Wow. And the people go with it. They believe it. Right. Like, oh, yeah. And if they, and they, or, if they or they'll talk about it. And, and because, uh, who was I talking to? This guy, Bob Kojis, who did this beautiful, um, uh, he took, a, he took a, a, an interview that I did in Oakland, and he made a mind map out of it. Oh, so it's little, yeah. You see it? I you love see mind it? maps. Yeah. I haven't made one, but I love it's them. It's a beautiful mind map that he made. I, I think I have it online somewhere. But he took this mind map, and he just... He, 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 it was things that I said, and then he made illustrations about it. Nice. And he had, on, his, on Facebook, he said he just unfriended somebody who had said, oh, Bob, like you have to let us know of everything that's going on in your life and, and that we have to be proud that you did this art project and everything like that. It's like, how egotistical of you. And he said, and Bob went, oh, my God, it really made me look at myself and am I being egotistical? And, and, and so many people's comments were, dude, that's not you, Bob. Right. That's that guy's problem. It's that guy's problem, exactly. And whatever, that guy's stuck. Right. He's just being a stuck person. He's stuck. And he's throwing energy at, you know, somebody who's not stuck. I think that we have to look at that word stuck because I think a lot of people think they're fluid or my friends are fluid, but they're stuck. Yeah. They're, and they might have gone from the old, you know, what was the, the picture that was blowing up and then gone to create their own new perfect picture. You know, and then there are still just as many rules right. about how you have to do it. And I'm not dishing on, you know, or trashing yoga. I love yoga. I have good yogi friends. But I look at that community and how it got, went into the perfect picture. Yes. And what's been happening over the past few years is that picture's been blowing. Yes. Because all the sex scandals and all the fun Bikram, things that are, Bikram. oh. But people who knew Bikram before funny. that. And it's also like the sex scandals and the. Uh, Bikram's and, not the only one. There's I know, another, I know. yeah. But Bikram's a huge, Bikram's yeah. a big one, yeah. right? Because he's um, the multimillionaire. Exactly. And if you've ever heard him speak, have you ever heard him speak? No, I have not. I sat in a, on a class of his and Jen, um, Jen Winters, uh, brought me to a class because she's a Beacom teacher yeah. and she brought me there and she's like, okay, I gotta warn you, 
he's an asshole. Yeah. And I went, okay. <laughs> he's got a reputation for yeah, that. Yeah, and I went, okay. <laughs> and I thought that was really interesting. But a lot of the teachers that he he taught get angry as well. And, and let me just say how he did it. So I'm sitting there and all that, and I, there's a pain body that I have. And my pain body is triggered by people who make fun of people, the way that people look. Yeah. And for me, it's like that big nose, and I could just imagine being how cruel up they there, are. How mm -hmm. cruel they are. Mm -hmm. And I could just imagine sitting there and Bikram sitting on, because it is a raised platform yeah. that's maybe four feet in the air, he's and the he's God. sitting there, and he's wearing a bikini bottom, and he's 70 something <laughs> years old, and it's like, oh my God. And, um, and I could just imagine going, hey, big nose, you can't hold that pose. What's wrong with you? No, hold the pose. 30 seconds of your life, you can't hold the pose. And I'm like, oh my God. So sure enough, I get there and I sit in the back. And he turns to a guy and he says, um, uh, you're not able to hold the pose? And he goes, no, no, I can't. It's like, well, how do you, how do you, uh, how, do, do you have a girlfriend? And it's like, no, I don't have a girlfriend. No wonder, you probably can't hold an erection. And it's like, what, did he just say that? Yeah. Did he just say that? Hey, fatty, hey, fatty. He said that to someone else? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I think I'll tell you, he's getting, he's getting his back. <laughs> right. He's getting his back. He created it. Right. He totally created it. Totally and created it. Even whatever, I'm not taking a side in his whole thing, but I've been just reading how people who were afraid to speak out because here's this leader right. that everybody, you know, kind of like the Pope or somebody, right. he's like, they're, they're Pope. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, you know what? Picture blue. Well, I'm out when, of here. When I attach my picture to your picture, when you blow your picture, I don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Because I have put all of my eggs in your basket, and then I realize your basket has no bottom. Where are my eggs? Where are my eggs? That's a good, that's a good picture. You know? I need a new bottom on my basket. Exactly. His eggs need, fell out. They broke. Here's the, here's the thing. Don't have eggs. Don't have eggs and you won't need a basket. Right. But that's, again, someone looking for daddy. Right. Somebody has the answers. The church I grew up in didn't have the answers or the teacher didn't. Or, and what I'm looking at is, well, have your own. Find your own answers. Right. And may, that might be the way that people do. They, they need to follow different people and learn from them. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, but, but if you're sooner or later. putting it all in that person's you know, plate, it's going to be go, going a little south, especially now. Right. Oh, no, 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 you're right. I think that as, as we get older, we, for me, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've realized I needed those mentors in my life, whether they were negative mentors or positive mentors. I needed those, guide, those guides in my life so yeah. that I could surrender them and realize who it is that I am yeah. and what it is my voice. Yeah, to get stronger and step up and do your thing. And right. you found it. You're you're really you're doing great. I mean, your your the picture you have of who you are and what you're doing is really fun too. It's really fun. And it looks like you really enjoy every single bit of it. I, I, I get choked up again. I get choked up. I I feel totally and absolutely blessed. Yeah. I feel like, um, I I I I feel like if there's, I I feel so in control. I feel on above the earth but not on the earth does that mm -hmm. make sense sometimes mm -hmm. i feel like i'm just floating through the through the universe right and i know this is gonna sound like so southern california but i'm just going oh i like that and i'm gonna do that and i like what that person said oh and i don't like that but i'm gonna look at it for a bit and oh i don't like that and i'm gonna look at that oh i'm still yeah. thinking about that and going from place to place not effort you're just sort of bringing it in right it's happening 
But I surround myself with people like you guys. And I surround myself with people who are saying, who, 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 who will periodically say, yeah, okay. Right. That's important. You've got to, it's, it's really important to have friends who can allow you to transform and grow. And I learned that when I, when I switched from being the full-time artist, because my picture moving out here was, okay, I've been doing both art and, you know, my psychic work, and that's what I was doing in Chicago full-time. I'm going to just do my art. And I had to become an abstract painter, which I hadn't done. And I didn't have permission in Chicago. I'm not blaming Chicago, but I didn't have you permission. You didn't give yourself permission. I didn't. I didn't give myself permission. I moved out here, and no one knew who I was, and I had to meet all these new people. All of a sudden, I'm like, I can make these crazy abstract paintings. So when I decided I did that, and then I was like, okay, now I did that. Now I need to go back full-time into this. I have to. It's really where I want to be, and it's what I'm here for to some degree. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was the next step, and I couldn't do both full-time. One of my friends at the time, one of my artist friends, got so mad at me when I, I told people, well, I'm, I'm giving up producing art for now this way because I see it's more about producing art this way. Mm -hmm. I'm still producing art. Mm -hmm. It's just a different picture. And people got mad. How can you, you know, it's like stepping away from the group. I stepped away from the artist group. Right. And not everybody. If so, so many people were like, oh, that's great. It wasn't really about me. It was no. more about their stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was a threat. Oh no, she's not doing this. Well, they're basing their theirness on your you-ness. Right. <laughs> exactly. And when that happens, again, it's a brick of their wall being taken out. But what they realize is, I think what, what they don't need a wall, but they feel like they need a wall. Yeah. So there's a brick. And there's you're part of that brick. It's like, wait, my foundation is based upon you holding up the this part of me. Exactly. That was me grounding something for others, right. stepping away from uh, helping keep it together. Right. I had to learn how to not let help keep things together anymore. It's such a big deal. It really is. And I think about all these things in, in my life, where, situations where I say, where I think, I'm about to be fired. I remember that. And I go, mm -hmm. oh, well, let's go here. Let's go to the land of, I'm about to be fired. And yeah. not the feeling of, I'm going to fight it. But just to go, fire me. Yeah. Fire me. And you that's were, what happens. You were done by that point. I was done. But I was done prior to that. Yeah. My firing was not me. I, I wasn't acting out. I yeah. wasn't doing anything other than what, but they, they... They were moving on and creating a new picture. Exactly. And you needed to do the same thing for right. you. But I sensed it. You saw it. Yeah. Yes. You did. You I saw it. it. You, and, you saw it. And... and to look at those things and go, that is not... I look at what Noel does and I look at the way that, that Noel's work and he does not stop working. Right. He does not stop creating. He does not stop uh, educating himself. And, and he, he's one of these guys that just goes with the... That... Do you know what he's doing now? Mm -hmm. He created a whole new job for himself mm -hmm. at the company he's been at for five years. He's the visual content producer. He's creating all this cool stuff. He's shooting, editing, and uploading stuff on the iPad. Because he's got, you know, he, Noel, he's been shooting on all kinds of stuff using Final Cut Pro, all right. these things for years. Right. Uh, really, really interesting. The new manager of the company is a very forward-thinking, very visionary type of guy. Right. He's great. And right. they, a year ago, he came in and they started communicating. And he told everyone, okay, if anyone here is looking to make more money or you want to create something new, talk to me. The right. only person who did was my husband. Right. Because I, I, that's just how he is. Right. 
And he, so it's a whole different game now. And he's it, no longer doing what he was doing. Oh. I'm so grateful. But he had to go through that, which is what yes, he, he was did. doing. Yes, he did. And it was not wrong. And I'm grateful to him for having done it. But he, he was blowing a picture about himself. Right. And he's just wanting one person, one example, and what's happening. Right. Creating a whole new way of creating. And you being in observation and witness to that, to for you to be part of that. And cheerleader. Really, right. <laughs> like, right. come on. <laughs> but it's your energy that's going into this person that you you, you, you see what this person needs, but you're, you're also aware that they're on their own yeah. journey. I can't do it. Right, you I'm, can't do it. And I can't heal it, and it's not my job anyway. That's really important. Wait, I can't do it, I can't heal I can't it. Heal That's it. not my job. That's not my job. I think a lot of he didn't people, want me to. It's his but, job. But so know? many people look at somebody and say, I gotta help them, I gotta do that, I gotta help them. But you know what you're doing? You're not helping them by helping them. You're not them. helping them. You're, you're getting in their way. Exactly. And every once in a while, not every once in a while, very often I think the default needs to be not I'm stepping in, but when will I step in? Right. Do I need to be? Do I need to step in? Right. Do they want me to? Right. Because I would say, if you need my help, ask for it. Right. But otherwise, but have I have it. to just let you, you know, I had to learn that. Right. We all have to learn that because we feel, certainly with improvisation, I remember it like any good, any, any improviser is going to, to go through this. I got to save the scene. I really need to save the scene. I'm going to enter and save the scene. Right. I'm going to save I'm the gonna scene. I'm going to save the day. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the scene is tanking. I need to save the scene. And then one day you realize, oh, the scene is the scene. Yeah. All that I have to do is accept where the scene is. And the if you want to get in the way, save the scene. If you don't want to get in the way, let the scene be and become part of the scene. Become part of the scene and become it, it actually scene. can become something. Right. Your expectation of what the scene is isn't what the scene is. Yeah. And that's true all the time. To look at it, I mean, when I see a scene that's tanking, I will sit back and go, that scene is tanking. The best thing that I can do right now is be part of the tanking. Be part of the tanking. <laughs> Help the ship sink. Because what I'm doing by standing on the outside is because if the ship is going to sink, yeah. then let's do the scene underwater. Let's make the scene. You know I mean? Let's make it sink really, you know, in a really wonderful way. Let's be part of yeah. where the scene is, the bathysphere of shitty improv. Right. I'm going to do that. That's where all. That's where all fish live who are white and translucent. Do you know it's true? And also, there's something I um. I'm taking a writing class now, and the person who I'm studying with, I, I just he's so great, Jack mm -hmm. Grapes. And mm -hmm. he wrote this piece, um, I'm reading his writing book as the first beginning manual and doing the exercises, and he's, his, one of his big lines is, talent often gets in the way of genius. And I don't think he made that up, but that was, <laughs> right. he, he was describing a whole scene when he was an actor, a young man, and he, uh -huh. he knew he was the better actor in a scene, mm -hmm. but the other guy took the chances, right. was not afraid to look foolish in rehearsal, was not afraid to, to step forward. Right. It's like talent will get in the way of genius every time. Every time. You're trying to make it better. You're trying to you know, <sighs> stay in that, that little level of talent you see yourself at. You're not going to take a risk. Uh, the improv right. show, the show that Carrie and I did last night at um, West Side, uh, the, the theater in the West Side, uh, West Side Comedy, I think it's called. There's a feeling that I get at the beginning of every scene, and the feeling is sussing out the audience. Mm. And it's, it's sussing out the audience just in terms of going, oh, this is, this is what they're laughing at, and this is not what they're laughing at. And just to not to tweak them to make them laugh anymore, right. or any less, or whatever that's going to be, but just to be part of it and go... Historically, this has gotten a laugh when I've done an action like this. And it's not. Isn't that interesting? Right. 
And right now I'm going to fall into just being here and not worry about the outcome. Because the outcome fucking doesn't matter. Right now I'm going to stare off into space in this scene. I'm just going to stare off. And if you're looking at me, you're looking at me. Because you know what I feel like doing right now? Staring off. Yeah. And you're not the, you're not the artistic boss of me. I have a For a moment there, Karen. I thought you said you're not the autistic artistic balls of me. You're not the, you're, and you're also not the autistic balls of <laughs> the me. The autistic right. balls. Right. You're not the autistic Sorry. balls of me. Right. Like, wait, no, he wait, said hold on. boss. Wait, no, right. Right. And like, hold, like listening to every single thing and, and, and listening to it, but not attaching anything to it. Yeah, exactly. Just being in the present moment. Right. Right here is the only time I can say something else. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. And, and I have permission to do that. Yeah, you do. Because I gave myself permission to do that. Right. And, that's, and you know it works. It's more fun for you. Because then you're not having to overthink it later and go, oh, I should have done this. I Who wish I'd done that. Who can do that? That is just torture. I know a lot of people. That's, there's a woman that was sitting in that chair saying, I look at the scene and I said, I could have done that better. And I went, better? What's better? Right. There is no better. Better than what? I mean, be it. Right. You know? If I'm going for better... What's better? I don't get it. Because better is such a comparison thing where I could do that better. But on the other hand, I can see looking at it or listening to it later and saying, okay, and getting more confidence from, even if it's just tanked, but getting confidence because you experienced that already. Exactly. I did a really terrible job and I didn't die. Right. Here I am. Right. And so the <laughs> next time I'm not going to do that. Will I do it better? No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's like a choice. It, but it, but it's hard because, you know, I mean, artists making a painting get to make a sketch first and a race. Right. Improvisers don't get to do that. But you also don't get to do that either in the work that you're doing with No, I people. don't. That's true. But I've got all this experience now, so now I'm extremely confident about it. Clearly. And I will look at a... If I'm giving a reading to someone, I, I know if this person, like, where I can go with it. Right. Sometimes. You know how to talk to them, too, yeah. because I listen to the way that you're interacting with people. And it's so interesting because they'll tell you one thing and you will go off on this this long, um, exp- uh, not an explanation, but it, um, it's not an explanation. It's a long engagement with their spirit in that moment. Yeah. I'm looking at their spirit. Somebody might say something to me, but actually the real picture is here, and it has nothing to do with what they just said. It does have to do with what they just said, because it gave you that other picture. It gave me, exactly, but that's what I see. Yes. I'll look at that. It's not like I'm necessarily even remembering all of what they said sometimes. I'm like, oh, wait, I see where you're working. Yes. Because that's what I'm looking for. Where are you working? Oh, yeah, this is the picture. Because they people, you know how it is. We, we come to the table with... A question, this is what I need solved. If I have this, then everything is going to be fine. And right. meanwhile, that has nothing to do with what you're working on. It's that That's a symptom. Right. Or it came out of. It's a surface. It's the surface. But this is what, how I think I need to be in order to get what I want. Right. Actually, no. No. This is what no. I think what I need to be in order to get what I want. This is what I think I... Look, listen See, to all that think, bullshit. Yeah. This is what I think need to be yeah. to get what I want. Right. There's so there's what are you what are you talking about? Right. One of my teachers used to say, and here's my my most long-term teacher at Envision in Chicago, Ken Jones, and he would say things like, all right, you would say something like, well, I want this. Why? For so that you can do what? So that you can do what? And I remember being in my clairvoyant training saying, oh, I get it. He's going right 
to the bottom of the whole thing. Right. And I, I use that a lot, and I use it on myself all the time. So right. what's that? Where's that? Right. But it's, it's we go for, this is what, okay, I, I have the Band-Aid right here. No, maybe there isn't a wound to close. Maybe you just got to go and have you. That's so interesting. To buy a Band-Aid, but not to put it on a wound. Right. You know, there's no wound. You, there's you're no you're wound. salving yourself of something that doesn't, that isn't, self-needing yeah. you know or you're pretending that this is the actual issue when right. there's the the white elephant or the pink elephant in the room is the thing over there i i, I, <laughs> no, I looking at it when when that happens in an improv scene and when i'm watching an improv when i'm watching a scene that 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 actors are that the actors are doing and i'm watching them experience a truth in that moment i go that's it that right there that happened that's your truth at that moment everything that you said prior to that led up to that revelation so it's getting to that truth. Yeah. And so why, 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 why? And eventually you, somebody will go, because I don't like you. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. That's your truth. Yeah. The underneath it all. Uh-huh. Right. But the, the thing I'm thing- not allowed to have, I'm not allowed to have that I don't like you. I'm not allowed to say it. So I have to build a bunch of, you know, build a whole castle on top of it. That's called <laughs> art. That's called art. It's called it's called cinema, it's called novel, it's called poetry, it's called art. Yeah. And, and all that we do is we, we gussy it up and we put stuff upon it in order for us to tear it the fuck down so that when that truth comes out, our breath is taken away. Yeah, absolutely. And it's often very simple. It's always very simple. The complication is what is, you know, you can tell there's a lie in there. Wait, what's, why is it so complicated? <laughs> Why is it we have to have all this bullshit? You know, it's crazy. Right. It's crazy good. You know? It's crazy good. And, I, and, and yet I'm always intrigued by it. Yeah. So when you say that, you, when you're listening to, to somebody, when you're listening to, one, to somebody on the phone or, or, some, or somebody coming to you for a reading, you're, there are trigger words. Well, it's probably, not the word. I'm looking at the picture. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is so the picture They might create, say something, but I see a picture right. with whatever. But you're not going to... Well, maybe you would. I you, listen to them, but right. I'm not. It's not like I'm always not listening. But I listen really well. But I, then I will see. I'll go and look at it and say, okay, this is what comes up. Right. This is what I see, and I've learned to not ever judge that. Right. Because sometimes right. I'll just say, you know what, this may not make sense, but it doesn't make sense to me. But I'm going to read this anyway, and that's what I have to do, and right. not judge it. Right. Because I know how to do that. It's it's what I call deep tissue listening. It's listening on a level that that we are all capable of listening, but there's so much noise that we put upon it and judgment that we put upon it and expectations that we put upon the listening. It's the listening, but it's also the seeing. Right. That's, so, and yeah. that's one of the great things about uh, this, this, uh, the engagement of, of this, uh, of viewpoints. Viewpoints is the nine, it's nine points, and I don't want to get into it because it's much too late in conversation for that, but <laughs> it, it defines everything. And I know that that's a weird thing, but it's an... It, it, I look at you and I look at the way that you're sitting, you're in shape, and, I, and that is an indication to me. So that when you change your shape, I go, oh, something just happened. Mm-hmm. Then there's gestures that you make, and there's tempo that you have, and there's, like, all of these things matter so that I'm, lo- I'm learning to listen on a different level. Right. And what you've done is you have, and I, I want to say learn, but it's, it's not learning, it's exposing. You've been exposed to listening on a different level. And in that way, you've gotten closer, you've gotten You've connected your ear directly to your heart. Right. All of it. All of it. That's the, that's the bridge between body and spirit. The heart. 
the fourth right. chakra right there. We're Crazy. learning to we're learning to see the world more from that, but also with that with a non-judgment. Right. To look and see, not need to take it on. Great. Let's stop there. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. For more information on ADD Comedy, you can visit our website at www.theaddcomedytour.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ADD Comedy Pod. If you're in the Los Angeles area and you're interested in taking a class with Dave, you can find that information at his website at www.davidrosowski.com. Sound services for the ADD Comedy Podcast was brought to you by Post Apocalyptic.